Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castañeda. A.K.A. Hennessy Ernie Ford. A.K.A. Henny G. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say, but uh, thanks. (laughs) You sounded like Allison. Oh, thanks. This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Shane Dawson is Nervous, and the Thursday show, Allie's Mugging, Personality Quizzes, Susie Wet Feet. But first, let's do some shout-outs, Lil Ralphie. Go for it. All right. I have a whole fucking bunch. All right. First of all, Brittany, I love you. I miss you. Also, shout-out to Jason Dix for posting this show on iTunes for us each week, and it's his birthday. It's his 40th. Happy birthday, Jason Dix. Also, shout out to Scott Marquez. I didn't remember that we would have never had a Scott Marquez if it wasn't for a Shane Dawson. So that's awesome. Shout out to Jay Inslee. Shout out to Trice, Toby, Lauren Kelly. They both got to meet in real life recently. And how far reaching Allison's magic goes all the way, all the way up to Canada, even. Also to Dr. Jen, I love the texts that she sends to us in real time when she's listening to the show. We get a play-by-play and it's quite fun, <laughs> usually because it's making fun of you, little Ruffy. Also, shout out to Tim Ortez, shout out to Paul, shout out to Dax Schaefer, our very own Dax Schaefer, who is now the producer on Childish and he's been on this show. So, hey, Dax. Come on back. We'd love to have you anytime. Also, shout out to Ray Morgan, to Kelly Lundquist, to Tamara, to Jen Stark for always... I don't know if he's the first person to listen to the show, at least on SoundCloud, but he's always favoriting the show on SoundCloud, which is very nice. And that brings me to some new listeners that we have on SoundCloud. I wish I knew on iTunes, but that's beyond me. So some of the new followers on SoundCloud to the show, and I don't know if it's because, and I don't know if it's because Allison has been shouting out our show, and that's why we're getting these new listeners. I hope that they enjoy it and come back and stay. Alexis Grams, Mr. Kolomowitz, 1985, Betty Maynard, Noemi Williams, Robin Erie, I'm sure I'm reading these totally correct, Jack Robinson, uh, user 811-54402, user 34170510102, and user I Mary Loves Yen. <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of these people are real followers or not, but hey, shout out to you because... Uh, you're fucking listening or something. Um, also, I wanted to shout out to Allie Ward. It's not really a shout out, but it's just an announcement that she's going to be at the Natural History Museum in Los Angeles on Friday, June 7th at 8 p.m. And she, I think she's doing some sort of a talk. Uh, there, There's booze involved. So, you know, it's on my fucking calendar. It's on Dr. Jen's as well. So I'd love to have a little group meetup in L.A. June 7th. Uh, join us there. All right. All right. Well, Rafi, how about your shout outs? Just uh, the one uh, thing I have to say is uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. That is all. Another reason you need to move to California, <laughs> because first of all, all your all your favorite rappers live here. So why wouldn't it be cool? And they're all dying here. How are you going to 
memorialize them if you're not here. Uh, it's uh, not nice to speak ill of the dead, Lisa. Well, I won't talk about any theories, so I won't. He seemed like he was a stand-up guy in his community. It's really sad, actually. Yeah, I believe he was like shot in front of his kids. Like it was pretty fucked oh, up. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh my god, that is really horrible. All right, shall we talk about more horrible things like Shane Dawson? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not even gonna add on to that because I want people to think I'm the good one. I know you can play good, good Dawson cop on this one. All right, let's talk about the Monday show. Okay, so Shane Dawson, I think he would be perfect. Oh, great. Great. Pepsi, really? I, I think he would like me as a friend because um, I'm one of these people that hasn't heard of any of this stuff until he goes on to Allison's show. And I'm like, oh, there's controversy. He's going through some sort of scandal. Okay. But so the I, I, it's it's so hard because like you think about like the things that we say on this show. <laughs> but we're not in, we're not anybody's. So it's not going to backfire on us at any point, I would hope. So it's kind of hard for someone like him that is so, he's so rooted in shock value to have something turn on him. Like the thing, the very thing that made him is killing him is really kind of strange. Right. I mean, I have nothing to add to that. Uh, it, it is, I have recently thought about how the things that we say on this show can, <laughs> that sounded like a fart. <laughs> Uh, on my end or yours? On yours. <laughs> ah, but, shit. Uh, it, it's strange how these things that we say on this show can come back in real life because I'm like, no one listens to this, but apparently they do. And shout out to all the listeners. Uh, so I'm, I'm just glad that I don't say the crazy shit that I say when we're not recording. Because well, do you know I recorded yeah, I could, all of it. I could uh, <laughs> lose the one or two friends I have if they heard these kinds of things. I know the fact that like it's become a joke that I'm racist and it's a joke. But like that kind of stuff could really backfire if they cut things out and turned it into things and like stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a joke. You were like, I'm going to use that Blue-Eyed Devil song for this episode. <laughs> and I was like, the racist song. And you were like, yeah, they talked about it. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, so, wait, I if you actually had that, to look uh, it up to find out if it was a song or a band. And it was a band. I didn't know. So, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> You're the racist one. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to give them any exposure. I would have just picked... Uh, multiple rap songs or australian country oh god you know what song I w- i've been wanting to use but i was waiting for a week where th- we didn't have anything that we needed and when renee is on because oh my god this is so fucking boring this is like allison talking up through she's just like i can't even go on anymore it's so dumb okay anyway i'll just use it at some point it's a renee song anyhow so the whole shane dawson thing the pedophilia scandal it's strange how much he says he wants to just not pay attention to the internet anymore and just go live on a farm or something. And he's so self-conscious of himself and hates attention and blah, blah, blah. But then like he can't get away from it. So I don't, I'd never understand that kind of mentality of like hating something so much that you are obsessed with at the same time. Well, what I, when I think about these YouTubers, uh, oof, oof. <laughs> I think like they make so much money from 
essentially doing nothing. So right. I think that's where the conflict comes in because you're like, I don't want to be doing this meaningless, dumb bullshit where we make slime on camera and then we, <laughs> you know, make bestiality jokes. Like, who who wants that? But then they're like, but it beats having a real job. So I guess turn the camera on. True. It's just so strange that how much he hates everything that he does, but he does it anyway. I guess money does talk. <laughs> but I've only seen his show probably once, maybe twice. And it was the last time he was on Allison's show. He was talking about the Mandela effect. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. So he was talking about that on that show and that piqued my interest and i thought okay i'm gonna go watch his show and i'm still i nothing like it was interesting to watch because i but it made me just do more research into the mandela effect not wanting to watch his show more that kind of in your face it just seems like pretend entertainment it's like um in the 80s or 90s on a movie that would be a joke like oh look at this i'm this is a show like it's a joke but now it really is a show and People are really watching it and I don't get it. But I, I attribute that halfway to my age and halfway to my taste. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who wants to show about nothing? Why am I watching it? <laughs> because it's this on TV? Not yet. It isn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I went down so many Seinfeld wormholes this week. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, blah, 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 blah. YouTube, blah. He was talking about personality disorders around him. Like, you never know who around you has these disorders. I feel like he doesn't want to call anybody out on it, maybe now. But I feel like he has some issues <laughs> that are personality problems. But I don't know. I guess I never think about that. The fact that, like, these kinds of things go on all around you and you never know what people are struggling with. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just say something. <laughs> something? Yay! <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> you know, I think even if he doesn't have, I mean, I feel like he does have some kind of uh, issues going on. I'm not going to diagnose him. But uh, mm. what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, again, am on very little sleep and I'm on my second bourbon and Pepsi over here. So... Even if he does or doesn't have his own issues, uh, I think his he mentioned that he had been molested as a child. And uh, I think because uh, predators mm -hmm. can kind of like feel out their prey, you know, like they know which ones are the ones to go for somehow. So I feel like maybe that's his obsession with it is that he's like he knows he is that victim uh, type. So maybe that's why he's so obsessed with it he's trying to understand it better so he won't get taken advantage of again that makes sense and, and also i think he's making up for like attention or something that he needed and didn't get or something i don't know but that is really sad and it is strange about predators how they just know but i've seen like my neighbor train rick i've seen how it works and i don't think that he's necessarily molesting people but like he, well, I mean, he does molest people, but I don't know if he's necessarily going past a, a certain point where he could be arrested, like that kind of thing. But, but I see how he feels people out. Like I've seen how he works and it used to be kind of a joke whenever somebody knew was in the group, I would always warn them, Hey, he's going to try and get you by yourself and take you over to his house to show you his jacuzzi or something. It happens every time. <laughs> But he knows who he can push around by just starting to like push and push until he gets pushed back. And 
that's how it works. It's ugh. Blech. <laughs> well, I haven't honestly haven't really thought about them for a while, which is nice, even though they live right next door. We also got a real peek into Allison's brain. I mean, we already do pretty much every single week, but uh, when she was talking about her obsession with the meaning of her two dates with a Nazi, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, first of all, I didn't know it was only two dates, but I didn't realize, how, I mean, she was obsessed about the meaning behind it. It's like, oh my gosh. So this part was funny because uh, when I was re-listening, and yes, I re-listened, uh, she was talking about how she wants to like look him up on Facebook and see like what happened to him. I believe she said that. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was just thinking like, if he heard this, he'd be like, she's still thinking about me. Like how, all right, I'm going to say it, how sad that is that she's like still obsessed with this guy. And I got to stop saying obsessed, uh, how preoccupied she is yes. with these silly things. Agreed. And I know I can get obsessed with certain things or preoccupied. And then I just like, can't stop thinking like, I'll give you an example. I When I listened to You Must Remember This, I used to listen to it all the time. And I became so obsessed with like reading every single book that she made a reference to. And so like two of shelves on my bookshelf are like books that she read to do her show. And I was like, I need to read every single book that she's reading. And I like couldn't stop thinking about get collecting every single book. And then once I stopped listening every single day, I was like, whoa, I was really like in the midst of that. <laughs> like, couldn't think of anything like making lists and like everything i still love the show i just take it in breaks now and i still want to read the books but i was really preoccupied with it for a while but this is two dates with a nazi i dated i accidentally dated a nazi for a lot longer than that <laughs> uh well, well uh why what why well i didn't Who, know how? he was a nazi until we did it and i saw the swastika tattooed on his leg <laughs> Of course it had to be on the leg. What is it with these goddamn white pride guys? Why can't... Ugh, I know. white pride. Put it on your forehead, genius. Like, why are you hiding it on the thigh? Why is it hidden on your nipple? Why is it in your armpit? If, you're, if it's white pride, fucking put it where we can all see that you're a fucking weirdo. That is very true. Like, have some pride in your fucking racism, for God's exactly. sakes. Yeah, but that was like a really low part of my life. <laughs> and I was constantly trying to change his mind, and that was never going to happen. <laughs> and by the way, Allison was like, why did this Nazi want to date me? And I felt the same way. My boyfriend's friends would not come into my house because I was Mexican. I'm like, why would you want to be with someone that's not 100% white? My best friend was dating a Nazi also. <laughs> and she's Indian. <laughs> Like, I don't know what the deal was. We were both very lost, apparently. Wait, like from India? Uh, Yeah. And she's tan. Like, he was dating, and he was in Penai. It wasn't like just some random dude that listens to Blue-Eyed Devils. It was like, you're part of a group, and you're dating an Indian broad. I don't know. Anyway. Well, I know why I keep saying that I'm going to have uh, babies with a white woman, because I need to... Uh, you know what? That's a, another subject. You need for to mix. Time. You need to mix some. some <laughs> you need to darken up that yes. vanilla. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we gotta. We well, all gotta do our own part. I'm pretty uh, sure to that's start the revolution. What my dad was thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna be the manager at Jack in the Box, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Oh wow. Okay. 
So, uh, also, Shane and Allison have something in common. They both hate water. I've never heard of anybody hating water until Allison, and now Shane, too. I, number one, love water, but I just can't imagine hating water. I can see being indifferent about it because you need it, but I I actually really love it, but I can't imagine, like, how you hate uh, root beer, which is, like, totally weird. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. People who live in California, especially in LA, oh, here we they go. always here we go. They don't drink from the tap, obviously. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, we don't she like buys cancer. Dasani, which is the shittiest of shitty water. I'd rather have a fucking Costco, Kirkland, Walmart, whatever the fuck bottled water than a fucking Dasani. Okay. So I think that. Like, I don't know what your preferred brand is, Lisa. I'll tell Voss, you what my Fiji. preferred one is, but I never get it because I don't want to have to go to Stater Brothers, but it's the Stater Brothers brand water. It tastes the best. So I get Refresh, which does not taste great. <laughs> I, I, I feel like if she had a decent bottled water, mm. she would be like, oh, you know what? It's not as bad as I remember. Next thing you know, she's gulping down liters at a time. Yeah, but we drank but if, her refreshed cherry soda. That's the flavor she wants in her water. T- yes. To be fair, she is nuts about sweet things. So I don't know. But I, I feel like when you're starting, when your baseline for water is Dasani, you might as well be drinking out of a toilet. <laughs> and at that point, I can't blame her for not liking water. But yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. I, I do hear you about Dasani or whatever your beef is, even though I don't find it to be so horrible. But I know she picks it because of the sound it does not make, right? But the thing is, that bottle is not the most soundproof bottle mm. even it's still it's still plastic boss is in a glass bottle so that's a step up in both oh right quality and in sound unless you know it falls and then it's just gonna <laughs> crash and break <laughs> uh but there 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 are more sturdy less crinkly bottles than dasani even i feel like it's just she's being cheap which is this is not mm. where you skimp mm. mm-hmm. okay so I've treated myself a couple of times to that Voss water and to like some other uh, more expensive waters. I don't taste the difference, but I do feel a little fancier in a glass bottle. Mm. And in general, I like to put my water in a a glass with ice and not drink from a bottled water. But ever since our refrigerator broke, it's been nothing but bottled water and I'm so used to it now. And now I'm probably going to have like some sort of plastic cancer from it. Uh, Shout out to Hydro Flask. Is that a wrapper? (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, I think you saw my Hydro Flask bottle. I took it with me. It's a good weapon when it's full of water. It weighs a ton. (laughs) I got um, one of those. uh, I don't think it's a Hydro Flask. I think it's, uh, I forgot what brand. But I got a metal, because I had all the plastic ones that I was using, refillable ones or whatever. And then I decided I want the metal one. The flavor tastes better. So I got, I thought, well, I'm going to get one that fits all the water I'm going to need for the whole year. I almost (laughs) said. For the whole day, so I got a sixty-four. <laughs> That's it, huge. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm like, I thought this was gonna be. Oh, I'm just gonna have my little like pitcher of water that I could just carry with me, and it's ridiculously big. Like I didn't even. Th- I really didn't think I should have gotten half of that, so I can just. F- God forbid, I have to fill up a bottle once. But I just figured like it would be easier to like know how much I drank if I just filled up this one thing. I've used it once now because it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, mine is 32 ounces, 946 milliliters for our metric people. 
And uh, (laughs) that is when it's full of water, it weighs a ton. And it's it's I do feel it maybe like on a bad day once, but like on a good day, two, three times. So that's it. It's fine, Lisa. That's I didn't want to go bigger than that because I was like, it, then it's just going to be cumbersome. Like I can just tell. I always go bigger. <laughs> Big surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> really quick, the whole Shane episode. He talks so slow and quiet and monotone, and I was just like, if I didn't know who Shane Dawson, I was like, ah, this is really boring. But the topics were interesting. I also feel for his husband, his soon-to-be husband. I feel like dating him and married him is going to be very exhausting. He's going to be having to put Humpty Dumpty back together again constantly. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I looked up a picture of his fiance. And as he mentioned in the show, fiance is kind of the woman in the relationship. Uh, right. Obviously, gender roles are, uh, you know, not something I... Fluid. Uh, Uh, who cares anyway it was funny because he said something he he was telling the engagement story and i forget what he said but he's like oh he's already in a mood and i was like yeah he is the guy in the relationship because he's like oh boy uh which i thought was funny but um and then on the subject of uh him and his uh engagement as well uh those tiffany rings i saw them on patreon and i was like boring these are duds i was like they're total duds as boring as that episode was <laughs> i was like those first of all i saw the rings first before i heard the show and then when I, I heard that part i was like number one ring companies you don't have your shit together yet and the fact that there's gay marriage like i don't that part shocking to me number one on a money stand like you could make some money saying like hey we have all of these gay sets or whatever but so that's surprising that he ran into that and then the fact that they thought about these rings so much and they're horrible (laughs) and tiffany made horrible rings many levels that's what i that's what i came away with because i was like i have this image of tiffany's in my head where if you have a Tiffany signed watch, like I don't I don't know how often they do that anymore, but it like can add value to the to certain watches, right? Right. And I was I held them in high regard. Nothing to do with uh that Truman Capote book that uh, was very overrated. Um uh, worst but, Audrey Hepburn movie ever, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so I was like I can't wait to see these rings. They're gonna be amazing. And I looked at them and I was like, either he has horrible taste. Mm-hmm. Or Tiffany's putting out some shit now. Because <laughs> yes. these were fucking whack. This is like the from the Slim Pickens, the gay edition. <laughs> They're like, here you guys go. Give them the shittiest like, rings possible. I felt like Carrie Bradshaw when I saw that gold ring that Aiden came <laughs> up with. I was like, uh-huh, gold? Gold? Oof. Get out of here. Get out of town. Holly go lightly can Holly go fuck herself. I fucking hate that movie. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I had of course this. You've only seen the movie. Excuse me. Also, very racist Mickey Rooney and the racist Asian ever. <laughs> okay. She's only Once again, seen the all these things that you know about. By the way, you need to watch that thing you do. I think you'll have a real she crush on Liv Tyler. Just book. saying. Okay. I mean, I'm, I think I already do. I don't know who oh. she is, but uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I am on sleep and caffeine. <laughs> that makes no you sense. You are on sleep? I Well, you said you're on no sleep. I am on sleep. 
Speaking of that, I'm on no sleep. <laughs> I'm on some sleep and lots of caffeine. So excuse me, and no eating, which I already told you. Also, this week, I know how you're talking about how you're not going to move here anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> I know how much you love me bringing your move, your possible move to California. But um, let's see, what day was it? Tuesday? I got woken up by a fucking earthquake. God damn it! <laughs> you know, it's my dream to be visiting when one happens because I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> but uh, for all I know, I'll be like very freaked out, but I doubt it. Oh, yeah. The f- the last time one happened, it's been a while, but I was home alone. Mike was gone. I don't know where he was. And the kids were somewhere. And I was like, well, I guess it's time for a vacation. So I took a Vicodin and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have a nice night. So I get, I go to get in the shower and earthquake happened. And I was like, oh, is that my Vicodin? <laughs> I was very confused about what was going on. You were like, oh, God, I took the wrong pill again. <laughs> Damn it. Horse tranquilizers. Oh, but this one was like little enough. And I was like, is somebody breaking in? No. Johnny's like, no, it's an earthquake, mom. I'm like, okay, I guess go back to bed. <laughs> but I couldn't go back to bed. It really fucked me up the next day. All right. Anyway, <laughs> talk about personality disorders. <laughs> How about, uh, are we done talking about Monday? We can finish our personality quiz. What the people have been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Especially since it's the wrong one, according to Thursday. (laughs) But who cares? I've never taken this one, so I am excited to know my four letters. (laughs) I'm fucking losing my mind. I realize I just brought up that thing you do for no reason To anybody listening, except for you know that this morning when I was grocery shopping, that song came on and I was like, this is the best experience ever. Okay. So at the end, it's going to say you're fucking whacked. (laughs) (sighs) I haven't even finished my second coffee yet and I'm like off the charts. All right. I'm going to have to really quick take it again. I'm going to cut this part out. Do you need to? Wait, you're taking a quick what? Not a quick D. I just had to quick t- quickly take this test again. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Again? Well, I did it twice already today. <laughs> and it's erased it twice. Hmm, weird. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Allison just posted on Patreon questions for... Who is this? Someone with a G. Oh, Gabe Liedman. Oh, Gabe Liedman. He's written for Sand. all of your favorite something. Shows. Shows. Okay. <laughs> I hear the tick-tock of a quartz movement of some sort. Oh, that's my starburst clock. That's not working. I'm watching uh, the Patreon video of her and Shane. It's funny because she posted everywhere that she made him cry. And after I listened, I'm like, when was that? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was funny where he's like, you said you loved me and I believed it. Like he on the show, like on the (laughs) episode, (laughs) he actually said a couple like funny things. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. So like, I mean, I guess he might be funny, but. I think if he like stripped away his like shock value YouTuberness and like and wasn't like the somber like I make documentaries now I'm so serious like somewhere in the middle of like if he could just get back to like who he really is as a person not this Shane Dawson character then I think he probably could be I think you're right 
I'm going to look up uh, Tiffany and Company on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. I have this dream that just recently happened. Not an actual dream, but like dream. I really want to get something from Tiffany like as a present, but I don't want to have to tell Mike that. I just want it to happen, but like I'm going to have to tell him, huh? Like I want to be given a blue box once in my <laughs> life, but I don't... I looked... I don't really know much about Tiffany. I just like the box and the history behind it and blah, blah, blah. But I think there's like some like heart necklace or something that something I don't know I don't have anything specific I just want something in a blue box is it so bad? <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me what you think about this because I was thinking about I was like I think please don't send me a cock ring or something. Oh my no, I'm just god! Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about this? Jesus. By the way, ping pong ping pong paddles. Yeah, like that's... now I'm thinking it's really like below me <laughs> uh, i'm looking at their instagram and there's a video with like a cat and this woman and her left breast is uh it's oh, quite breathtaking <laughs> <laughs> just one well the right one is kind of hidden by her hand her arm but uh oh it's breathtaking breathtaking or breathtaking <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh I told you that Mike worked at Breathtaking Doctor's house, right? What? Uh, yeah, he worked at his house doing electrical when he worked for my uncle's company. And he was like, yeah, he took us out to see the view. And I'm like, please <gasps> tell me you said it was breathtaking. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was paralyzed. I couldn't say it. <laughs> I was... Uh... I, I had already <laughs> exhaled, so that's why I went. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me on the wrong breath when I realized where this joke is. Something I often do. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is that I was thinking about, because the place where I bought my watch, they also have a, it's like a whole thing. Like they have the jewelry store part, but then they also have like the watch boutiques attached to them and whatnot. So <clears throat> I was thinking like... uh if I, because like they do custom rings and whatnot, like I'm sure every fucking store does. Uh, but I was thinking if I were to design a ring, what would that look like? And I was like, has every, has anyone ever done a black diamond engagement ring? Because I'm like, that's on brand for me. Ooh, yeah, that sounds awesome too. They have to. I'm sure someone has, but like you never see them. Like you always see like the fucking traditional. Which looks nice sometimes, but sometimes, but uh, it's just kind of boring and usual, like typical. I know. And that's why I got mine from the 30s or 40s, but it still looks pretty Wait, typical. you get yours from where? It's old. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you said that you changed to uh, just, it's old. Like, I'm not going to understand, Lisa. It's from the 1930s or 40s, probably 40s. That's when uh, engagement rings first became... Uh, in, uh, what's the word invented that's when De Beers tricked every man and ruined their lives yeah it was probably before De Beers but it's funny that they even are called De Beers because that's even trickery <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm, we're gonna go get some De Beers yep you are <laughs> oh we're going to De Beers <laughs> are we gonna leave this whole thing in I'm God, on no. number 20 by the way that's how slow I'm, I'm becoming oh it's probably because I'm distracting you with all this chit chat I know. Whoa, that's a big one. <laughs> the ring, Lisa, not mm. whatever. You the cock ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. I think they have pet stuff now. Of course they do. They used to have, I remember in the 70s, not that I remember it, but I remember seeing like 
my well my rich friend <laughs> she had like silver rattle like that kind of stuff from tiffany ah, okay yeah that that sounds like i've heard of that i think what i want this is what i really really want i want to get um a necklace made like the best the bff half heart ring the twin peaks like i want it remade in like a real like something that's not going to stain my neck <laughs> But I don't know if that's something you would like commission through Tiffany because you'll probably pay way too much for it. Or I'm pretty sure if you Googled like white gold. Best but it's never necklace. that exact one, though. I want the exact one from the uh, show is the problem. Because, yeah, they have like real whatever. <laughs> but it's got to be the same cheap ass one <laughs> that is the logo for the show. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think my black diamond idea is probably very bad now that I'm looking at pictures. Oh. These look like you're married like to Kat dirty? Von D. <laughs> I was going to say that somebody like I was, who's that lady that died with the big eyeliner? I was like, somebody's got to have that already, but she's dead. But Kat Von D is exactly the person I would think. Oh, that one actually looks cool. But you'd have to marry like a goth emo girl. Is that so wrong? Which, I, mean, I mean, you do want to dip into the for. white pond, so generally pretty white. Oh, I kind of thought I I don't care, but mm. I was going to talk about how men men's engagement rings are always fucking horrible. Like I didn't want to sing like uh, make anyone feel bad. But like I see whenever I see a guy and it I feel like you never see like the just like gold band or white gold or whatever anymore. Now it's always like a black one. Oh yeah. Or like carbon fiber or titanium, like some weird shit. Yeah, I think Mike's is and titanium, then, but it just looks like unshiny silver. <laughs> it it it's I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know if I'm traditional or if I'm just I think you're not. I think it's because <laughs> well, I think it's because you like a flashier type of Whoa. accoutrement. Uh, what? <laughs> And wow. I think in general, guys don't want to wear rings or jewelry, and that's why they get like the blandest thing possible. You just assume I like uh, flashy jewelry, what? Because I like rap music, Elisa. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, I said music. <laughs> also, you're complaining about playing <laughs> wedding bands for men. So I'm just saying. <laughs> and you like watches, and you like rap. All of this adds up. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't like the like odd materials for men's engagement rings if 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 it was just a plain gold band like i love that on a look on an old dude because it like fits him right i don't think i could wear that like that would be yeah i I I can't imagine if i ever get married how much (laughs) i'm gonna be more trouble getting an engagement ring for than the yes yes i'm gonna be like this is like shit like who designed this piece of garbage (laughs) You're like, I want a black diamond. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. When I, the first time I got engaged, (laughs) we got our rings tattooed on. And this is before the Tommy Lee thing. This was like our own idea, which was really stupid to get an engagement ring tattooed on, not the wedding ring. Was it like the actual, like a band around your finger type thing? No, it was like a Celtic knot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I had to get it lasered off. Um. Yeah, Jay-Z and Beyonce, whose uh, anniversary was yesterday, they both have the Roman numeral four on their ring finger. That's cute. I would get, like, if I ever got married again, I would do, like, a a, di- <laughs> a diamond tattoo. I think that would be cool. Oh, that's fun. That's different. And, like, wearing, I love my ring a lot, um, but I got kind of used to not wearing it a lot because when 
I do gardening or cleaning or whatever, I have to take it off because I started getting like a rash under it. Not because it's cheap, but just because. And so then I went to aren't used to putting it on like right now i don't have it on i just forget so if you have it tattooed it's always there yeah like better i don't think i've ever seen where it come to think of huh Mm. that's weird Mm. that's weird i feel like i always wear it i think the last time when we went to the junk show i was wearing the um twin peaks ring because i was like i'm gonna wear this thing out wear it out (laughs) (laughs) that was dumb (laughs) i don't know what i'm talking about anymore Okay. okay So now that we're done talking about Shane Dawson, let's do our pers- let's do the second half of our personality quiz. <laughs> totally planned on taking it half and half. <laughs> not the fact that it was long as fuck. All right. So also, it's not the exact quiz that Allison was talking about, but that's okay. Hopefully, people are following along at home, and we can know what your four-letter personality is. All right. I think we're on number thirty-seven. If not, we'll do it twice. Who fucking cares? All right. <clears throat> God, I'm real professional. <laughs> when with a group of people, you enjoy being directly involved and being at the center of attention. No. I did like a low no, but I almost feel like a hard no. Although when I am in a group of people, I become that person that I say I don't want to be. So maybe I am more like Shane Dawson than I thought. See, my first instinct was hard no, but then I thought about it and I was like, I think it's lowercase yes. Because if I'm not involved, I feel like I'm outside, then I feel sad. That is so true. See, I don't want to be the center of attention, but I always end up being like the loudest one and I'm trying to make everyone laugh. I'm like a goddamn whatever the thing is. Oh, clown. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a sad clown. (laughs) Like Pariachi. How did I just pronounce that? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. That's a low yes, I guess. Apparently. Judging by my that whole conversation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. 38. You, are, do you need to say something? Or <laughs> No, I was going to say, me? next question, Lisa. We have a hundred <laughs> of these to go. <laughs> you are more inclined. And now we have, I have to buy another book and do another personality quiz. Okay. You are more inclined to experiment than to follow familiar approaches. No. Low no. Same. You are strongly touched by the stories of other people's troubles. Hard yes. Hard no. <laughs> Deadlines seem to you to be of relative rather than absolute importance. Low no. Same. You prefer to isolate yourself from outside noises. Low no. Hard yes. (laughs) I'll be the name of this show. For you, it is easier to gain knowledge through hands-on experience than from books or manuals. Low yes. Hard yes. I almost would say hard, but eh. You think that almost everything can be analyzed. Low yes. Same. For you, no surprises is better than surprises, bad or good ones. Uh, low yes. I put uncertain. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm almost in between those two. You take pleasure in putting things in order. Yes. Hard yes. Yes. You feel at ease in a crowd. Um, going back to our last conversation, I say no until until I make myself the center of a fucking tension, apparently, and then I'm super not uh uneasy okay that's sorry joanna's not even here and it's like therapy hour (laughs) you feel at ease in a crowd i guess low yes low no you have but then with like the group recording i get fucking so nervous this time this is the first time i didn't sweat remember every single time i'm like god it's fucking hot in here you're like it's cold what are you talking about (laughs) okay you have good control over your desires and temptations yes hard yes low no uh-oh. Almost hard no. Oh. <laughs> you easily understand new theoretical principles. 
Low yes. I think that question was one. <laughs> Same. Okay. You usually place yourself nearer to the side than in the center of the room. Huh. Yeah, I do. Low yes. Low yes. When solving a problem, you would rather follow a familiar approach than seek a new one. Yes. Low yes. Same. A thirst for adventure is something close to your heart. I say low yes, even though I don't really act on it. Same. When considering a situation, you pay more attention to the current situation and less to the possible sequence of events. No. Low no. Low yes. Mm. When solving a problem, you consider the rational approach to be the best. Yes. Low yes. Same. You find it difficult to talk about your feelings. Hard yes. Low yes. Your decisions are based more on the feeling of a moment than on the thorough planning. No. I'm going to say low yes. You prefer to spend your leisure time alone or relaxing in a tranquil atmosphere. Low yes. Same. You feel more comfortable sticking to conventional ways. Low yes. Yes. You are easily affected by strong emotions. Low no. Almost a hard no. Same. You are always looking for opportunities. Uh, low yes. Uh, between that and uncertain. <laughs> Stop. I'm putting low no. <laughs> hey, you're moving to California. Theoretically. Just kidding. Edit okay. all of this out. I will. As a rule, the, the whole thing. Uh, as a rule, current preoccupations worry you more than your future plans. Low yes. I'm going to say hard yes. It is easy for you to communicate in social situations. Low yes. I'm going to say low no. You really, Unless there's a game called utter nonsense out and then you are the life of the party. <laughs> uh -huh. You rarely deviate from your habits. Low yes. Hard yes. You willingly involve yourself in matters which engage your sympathies. Yes. Low yes. I changed the last one to low yes. Uh, okay. You willingly involve yourself in matters which engage your sympathies. Low no. You easily perceive various ways in which events could develop. Yes. Maybe a hard yes. Uh. <laughs> 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 Fucking Homer Simpson. I'm going to edit that out. All right. Um, Score. I are you going to score it? Wait, I changed my last one to hard no. And then okay. you easily perceive various ways in which events could develop. Low yes. Score okay. it. All right. <gasps> All right. What are your letters? What's your four letters? Okay. We're going to go letter by letter. Okay. I. Are you an I? I'm an E. Sorry. <laughs> you're an extrovert? I doubt. Well, yeah, you're right. S. N. Wow. T. T. <laughs> J. J. So see, we are like half the same person and the other half were very different. Yes. Because like a few of the things that you said were that were different than mine. I'm like, okay. Like the sympathy stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sociopath <laughs> to going back to my. Yeah. Day. So you have a slight preference of extroversion over introversion. 6%. That's shocking to me. You have a slight preference of intuition over sensing. Yeah. You have slight preference of thinking over feeling, yes. And you have moderate preference of judging over perceiving. Huh. E-N-T-J. At first I thought it said F-U-C-K, but... <laughs> I was thinking it said see you... Uh, never mind. <laughs> see you next... See you next personality test. <sighs> see you next test. Oh, see you next test. There we go the name of the show all right so let us know what you guys are at home and if you have different letters each time you take the test then you have a personality disorder 
<laughs> I couldn't even say personality correctly. Oh, really quick. I wanted to check in on how you're doing with your New Year's resolutions, little Rafi. Because I said I was going to check <sighs> in. You know, we always talk about it for the first week or two. And then everyone just fucking gets back into their old habits. And I'm wondering if any of the things uh, you've kept up with. And people listening also. So my two were, one, I was going to do a meatless day every week. Mm-hmm. And I have kept up with that. And it's becoming more uh, part of my routine. Like, nice. I don't dread it as much as before. Oh. But I will say, I did cheat when I was in California and Australia because I couldn't tell Lisa, I can't eat your breakfast casserole because it's got bacon and <laughs> eggs in it. You should have told me. I would no. have done bacon on the side. Come on. Also, I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat this shit. I'm going to eat a lot of it. <laughs> Um, as soon as it's fucking done (laughs) my god and then the other one was that i was trying to listen to the rolling stone 500 best albums of all time throughout the year and i stopped like eight albums in because i was like this list fucking blows yeah no kidding you need to go back to like 19 i'm just kidding (laughs) if anything 73 go to 73 it's a good year instead of starting at nine at the (laughs) Instead of starting at 500, I should have started at one because then I would have better albums to listen to. Oh, yeah, that's true. But then it progressively gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I just can't take it anymore, I'll just jump off a bridge. Well, there you go. Speaking of that, was that part of your resolution to jump off a bridge? (laughs) Uh, Not yet, but we're getting there. What other resolution? Well, either jump off a bridge or move to California. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, it feels like I'm dying. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, how are you doing on yours? Well, I'm trying to remember all of them. I think I'm only kind of sticking with one. I was trying to not drink as much. And um, I'm drinking less than I was before, but I'm still like, I still drink every day. <laughs> so I was trying to keep it to just the weekends and uh, I have not done that. But I don't get drunk or anything i just drink i just stuttered on drink i drink one or two hard seltzers a night or like a glass of wine or something it's not like crazy i don't feel out of control like i kind of was feeling that way before also i was drinking for different reasons now i think it's just because life am i right no (laughs) because i'm addicted to it but uh let's see oh the losing weight thing i've lost 17 pounds total but so that's good i'm slowly losing weight i want to lose i think i said i wanted to lose like 45 something like that so that's good and i haven't really had to try that hard which is nice so once i really go for it it'll be good yeah you're just fasting for 24 hours (laughs) at a time and sustaining yourself on coffee Okay, here's the thing. People don't know that we talked about this before we recorded, but I just started today doing, uh, what is it called? What did I say? Intermittent Intermittent. fasting, which Brittany told me about. And I did a little reading on it. It makes some sense. And I actually don't really eat that much during the days, especially on Fridays anyway, because I'm usually really busy doing stuff like this fucking show. But if you don't eat dinner, like you eat dinner last, like last night, oh my God, (laughs) I need nutrition. (laughs) Uh, okay, so you don't eat from after dinner last night, then you eat dinner tonight. So that's not really that big of a deal. And that's a 20. 20- I, like <laughs> I like how you're like, 
Brittany tells you about it. You're like, yeah, I read an article on goop. I'm an expert now. Yeah, I'm just going to start playing fast and loose with my nutrition. Well, she told me about it. And I thought, well, I'm going to look into this. And there's like three different ways of fasting. This one is like a more of a, not the the first rung. It's like the second one. So it's like a little bit harder. But I was looking at it and I thought that's not really that big of a deal because I'm not really usually hungry for breakfast anyway. And if I have caffeine, then I can push till dinner and be fine. But it has something to do with like your sugar levels and your organs and like a bunch of interesting stuff. So you might want to look into it, Lil Rafi. Also, I don't remember any of my other things. <laughs> oh, I think I wanted to be more assertive in my life. I have been a little bit, but it's behind emails and uh, the written word. So maybe it's it's better than before. So I guess that's good. And uh, yeah. So that's cool. Yay me. Uh, Also, I think uh, one of your resolutions was to be nicer to me and you have failed. Excuse me. I've invited you to my state. I would not do that in a mean way. (laughs) Uh You'll have to celebrate everything that thing you you do, though. (laughs) Okay. No, thanks. Uh, So something we haven't talked about for a while is our book club. Uh, which I could probably start talking about it again. Now that the group recording is over, I have time to think about extra stuff with this show. Uh, so we're going to do Sweet Valley High, number 40. I have an extra one. If anyone wants one, I'll ship it to you. If not, the people that do have the book and that have already gone through reading it, let's book it soon. <laughs> I I was like... I was like, oh, yeah, the book that Lauren was reading to her kids. I was like, yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> and then you mentioned Sweet Valley High. And I was like, holy shit. Totally forgot about that. We still haven't done that. No, I, so that I was, was thinking like, the same thing. So I'm like, okay, so Lauren's going to read that new book. Who's that? <laughs> oh, you mean Erica's cousin? <laughs> Does she listen to this show? Yeah, I think she's got like uh, that LBC broad has a friend in uh, PA. Uh, yes. Her and Dr. Jen, I like after they listen to the show. First of all, Dr. Jen, play by play as she's listening, we get texts and I love that. And then Lauren usually comes back with like some something um, fun to talk about, which is always good. So she will read the next book after we do this one. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So Thursday, shall we? Let's. Great. We were her little beignets sent in by our very own Rachel Phillips. Now, Rachel is holding a record that none of us will ever be able to attain. The first ever carb. Yep. She was the very first one. From Patreon. No one else will ever be on Patreon. No one else will ever be on Patreon. No, no one else else will ever be the very first one. She was the first one. Now she's got two red and she was the first one. That's... Yeah, she's going to be holding that title for the rest of her life. So congratulations to you, Rachel. And beignets are fucking delicious. Have you ever had one? Okay, I must say, I've had... They're messy as well. I've had beignets maybe three or four times. And from the first time until now, they're gradually declining in quality. Uh I think Uh the luster has uh, been lost on the beignets for me. They're still delicious, don't get me wrong, but not like they once were. I've had beignets three times i guess but uh the first time was in new orleans at whatever that place is that's famous for them and they were delicious but really fucking messy and when you wear black all the time not the most ideal food to eat uh and then i bought the mix from that company is it chock full of nuts or what is it called cafe no. de monde cafe de monde thank you that makes more sense okay mm-hmm. anyway they sell the mix so i've made them at home a couple of times and they're quite, I mean, it's fried dough with sugar on it. You can't really go wrong. Yeah, it's like a funnel cake, but more organized 
and it's fine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A beignet is more organized than a funnel cake? Yeah, because it's a fucking rectangle. And a funnel cake is like okay. a mishmash squiggles and whatnot. Chief, you're getting powdered sugar all over my floor. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm um, <laughs> dusting for Prince. <laughs> uh, anyway, what the... What? Huh? <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Rachel. And a good carb. And everyone should support Allison on Patreon so you can get your own carb bread because it's fun. Uh, also fun, live stream. The live stream was last weekend and it was... I think it was an exceptional live stream. What did you think? There were many exceptions, yes. <laughs> I don't remember maybe the last two. The Hawaiian one was like... Okay, maybe we need to like do this another time. And then uh, there's another one. I think she was very distracted. They're always fun. Also, when... Oh, I know why. Because I couldn't see the messages on one of them. So it was like, well, I can't even see what people are saying. So it kind of just got whatever. But if you're part of it, it's a lot of fun. And I feel like we got a lot of back... I almost said backdoor. <laughs> we got a lot of behind the scenes stuff that is going on with people who are on her show, which I thought was fun. And I like how she's so, she feels comfortable enough to say stuff like that to us and it's not going to come out because we're cool. Yeah. And go back and watch it for my compliments <laughs> slash possibly insult to Lisa. It was, I, I feel like, I don't know if Allison gets tired of the fact that we know, we all know each other on there, <laughs> except for maybe a couple of people where, I did connect with uh, Sarah Schaefer on Not Instagram. Schaefer. We haven't talked yet. Sarah. Oh, that that's a guest on Alice's show, huh? Uh, Sarah somebody. And uh, she lives in LA area somewhere. So we're talking about. I'm like, how come we have not met? Anyway, I wonder if Allison gets tired of the fact that we all have her like 300 different conversations going with each other along with hers and our own inside jokes. And she's like, cool. So you guys just kind of come in and take over. That's how it goes, baby. I know. I think that's why I thought it was so much fun. Like she. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, support Allison. (laughs) So I know we've talked about this before and we have all had lots of different theories, but I think the original theory is correct. Jeff has a huge crush on Allie. Ab-so-freaking-lutely. He really livens up when she's around. Like, almost to the point where he's cutting people off to joke with her. <laughs> and he does not do that. He's good at listening and, like, knowing when to speak up. It's funny. At one point, Allie slammed her hand on the table. And, like, I can imagine him, like, Ha-ha, that was so cute. <laughs> but then, like, if Renee, like glances at like a pencil on the dead like she sets down a paper clip and he's glaring at her like what the fuck are you doing i thought that was pretty funny (laughs) i think these are all valid valid points and uh i'm sure he's sad that she's back with cookie dough guy and i'm very bravo for allison on saying i thought we weren't supposed to like cookie dough guy like she's bringing up the good points Yes, I thought it was great of her to check check her on that one. But I, yeah, it was interesting that she said, you know, like Renee said, people can't change. But then when you think of who you were five, eight, ten years ago, whatever, you're like, yeah, I was a real piece of shit then. So we do change. But then again, uh, fuck that cookie dough guy and his damn cauliflower ears. Ugh. Yeah, by the way, saying that he used to be a real turd and then saying he's into jujitsu is like, ah. Uh... How much has he changed? No offense to jujitsu people. Uh, I'm 
cool with jujitsu man don't don't hurt me it just reminds me of i don't know if i'm gonna leave that part in where we talked about me being engaged before but like it's the type of guy it just sounds like Ugh. The, the type of guy you were engaged to yes it just reminds me of like that kind of like i don't know bro dude he wasn't even a bro dude but it sounds like he is the cookie dough guy is okay i'm getting off topic <laughs> i want Allie to be with someone nice like colonel jeff i'll even sacrifice jeff to her because <laughs> i think she deserves somebody better the, the only problem is i don't think he is her type uh yeah because he's nice what is that guy with the mohawk who works at nasa oh, god his, i have no what his uh handle on twitter is tweets out loud let me look him up oh i've never heard of this guy but that sounds right up her alley am i right <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> his name is boback Ferdowsi. holy shit Oof. Oof. that god. is uh not what i thought his name was gonna be but uh, I picture her with a, a bowback for Dowsy type of guy. Well, is he skinny or is he like buff, dude? I feel uh, like a NASA guy would be skinny. Like oh, I picture her being with like a punk rock nerd like that. That's why. Okay, I'm sending you the picture. But right jujitsu guy sounds like he's looking in the mirror while they're doing it, and he's looking at himself. Well, I've. Sh- this actually came up when we were in California that I had found his Instagram and he's oh. like wearing really oh, short yes. shorts. And so he's not like your typical BJJ type of guy. Okay. I remember looking too and I remember not being very, um, what's the word? Impressed? Yes. <laughs> aroused? So, Allie- <laughs> Definitely not aroused. He's no Colonel Jeff. Uh so Ali talked about getting mugged and that story was scary. These are things, and you already know my story of being a victim of multiple muggings. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that was horrible. Really? <laughs> I've never been victimized by a stranger though. And it is something that I worry about all the time. Just because being a lady, you worry about it. And then also one that has been victimized, you think about it a lot. And then sometimes you forget about it and then you're like, oh, my guard's down. Shit. I could have been mugged. But her story was pretty scary and interesting that she had to go to court, though, that she ended up finding them. That is surprising to me. I was impressed by the fact that she memorized the plate so quickly. Uh, a game that That's I a used smart to lady. play was trying to memorize license plates, but I can only remember the letters by coming up with a, oh boy. You know, an acronym thing for them. So the one that I remember is, uh, it was like 281-G-H-O. And it was like Gandhi hating orphans or something like that. <laughs> and uh, But the numbers, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I don't know, like one or five or So um, your age when you had this game and who did you play with? Or was this like, I, I thought you were <laughs> not an only child. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this was a test of my memory, Lisa. This was not oh. like an actual game where like, I get five points if I remember the play. Come on, Lisa. What kind of fucking weirdo was? do you think I, I was? was? <laughs> uh, how old um, was I? This was probably... Uh, this was somewhere between... Uh, probably like, let's say, I don't know, six, seven years uh, ago. 
my god. <laughs> I oh, I could have known you while you were playing this game. No, we've only known each other for like three years. Wait, how long have we known each other? Uh, five years? Holy shit. Oh, Do we, have we known each other for like five uh, years? Four, I think. We started, GMO Patrol started in 2015, I think. Exactly. So, four years? Because wow. I forgot when you were on. You were on the first year, probably. Yes. Oh, okay. my God. That's a lot. So, you're calling it quits? Is that what you're telling me? On our relationship and this show? <laughs> uh, to quote. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what What is that movie with the gay dudes? Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I can't quit you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anyone else has as much fun doing this as we do? <laughs> Literally no one has fun on the show or listening to it. <laughs> How long did we talk before we started recording? <laughs> like over an hour. Oh, God. Okay, let's see. Reformed turd, mugging. Jeff loves Allie. Oh, Allie got a new house. That is so exciting. She was asking for moving tips. Uh, my tip for her is have garage sale to get rid of your old stuff. And for the stuff you're moving, label maker, baby. <laughs> Love that label, baby. Baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> to to uh, bring our old pal Dr. Kevorkijan back into the mix. Last time someone asked about moving, she tweeted a link to a YouTube video of Japanese moving companies. Oh, God. And I watched it, and it was fucking fascinating. Like, they put up, like, these, like, wall protectors, like, in the hallway. They have a box for everything. So, like, they had an iMac or something, and they had, like, a box that perfectly protected it. And then they just have, like... I was like, okay, one, this is super wasteful if they don't reuse these things. Yes. It was, like fascinating at how they had like a team of people and they just knew how to pack everything and they even unpack you i was like whoa this is why america is not as great as it once was because japan's (laughs) kicking our ass from automobiles to technology to moving companies for god's sakes from your mouth to trump's ears so is this the bento moving company Oh my god, this is so bad. Either that or the Marie Kondo moving company. I'm not sure. <laughs> it probably is. I love the idea of them uh block or protecting the walls. That is above and beyond. Huh. Okay. So Allison had mentioned the personality test uh or quiz a few episodes ago and i kept saying why hasn't she done one yet and then that's why we did our ours that we did and then she someone on twitter which i meant to go look and find out who it was sent her the test that she was talking about so of course now we're gonna have to do another test and it's is it cocoology coco i know i'm getting it mixed up now with uh costanza well she she did pronounce it cocology but i mean like my gam gam used to say, <laughs> it's Coco. Sounds like uh, <laughs> I was gonna say sounds like he runs a pretty tight ship. For only the fact that you would understand what I'm saying, and maybe Nina Hartley, <laughs> it didn't even go along with what you're saying. <laughs> totally different scene. Okay, but I am interested in this whole thing. I looked up the books. I. Uh, 
am going to buy them used on eBay because I'm not paying $13 for a goddamn book. <laughs> also, they have a second version of it. So there's two uh, volumes for this Cokeology. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Maybe the next group recording, it'll just be this test. That'll be really boring for everybody. All right. Number one, what did you get? What number did you get? Oh, I didn't do it. Okay. So for Was number I supposed one. supposed to? <laughs> no. I just assumed you would. Uh, what did you think about this test and what it tells you about people well i remember this kind of thing from when i was a kid but i mean i don't think it actually is real it's 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 like your horoscope. is it more like a astro- i was gonna say does it feel like a structure astro- astrological for you yeah it's just like uh this could apply to everyone or no mm, one like interesting i should think about that before i take the test and think like will every single answer be for me But I did, like, for number one, I picked number one, which was, I forgot now. (laughs) Great answer. Oh, the painting, museum painting. And I figured someone would come up and My answer actually was none of those. But the closest one was uh, somebody asking me what I think of the painting, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I would have went with as well. Either that or the time, because I don't know if it's because watches. I'm one of the few people that wears a watch, but like occasionally I have people ask me what time it is and I'm like, you have a cell phone. You're all 430. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? 430. Okay. Um, I, I would just oh. assume so, someone <laughs> is going to talk to me and be like, try to sell me on something like just to. Get the door in, like, uh, get their foot in the door to talk and, like, sell me on some random thing in a museum. That's just the kind of conversations I usually end up having. So, uh, anyway, but it ended up being. I was thinking it'd be more like someone inviting you over to look at their jacuzzi. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, And then for the second one, I picked the flowers, the field of flowers. Uh, For the second one, I picked, believe it or not, the, was there one that was like a tropical, watery, beachy something or other? Uh, There was a waterscape, like a beach, I guess. Yeah. Wow, really? I thought for sure it'd be like the first snowy whatever. I was like, Well, yes, because that's the the calmest, but when when they said picture whatever, that's what I pictured was like, Imagine like Hawaii, like the most beautiful Hawaii. That's what I was picturing in my head, even though that's not exactly what I'm into. And that is true because when I go to the beach, that's my favorite part about it is just sitting there and like how tranquil it is. But my first, like the thing that gave me the most peace was the flowery field. Yeah, but I think what would actually give me the most peace would be the snowy thing because Mm. the snow like muffles the sound. So it's like just... Um, You want a silencer on life? Uh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Only right. if I can put it in my mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> edit that. No, don't edit that out. I meant don't cut that out and use it for your own filthy purposes, Lisa <laughs> and or Jay Inslee. <laughs> I'll cut it out and put it at the beginning or end of the show. <laughs> and it'll be out of context. Um, I meant to silence her like the suppressor that goes on a handgun that you shoot yes. yourself in the head with. Of course, not. I know, penis. and of course, the first. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're going to back to Brokeback." Got it. Okay, <laughs> got it. Also, I was saddened to hear Renee talking about her bed size and wanting to make it smaller. <laughs> 
That is the saddest outlook on life because uh, why do I need room for anybody else? <laughs> That's sad. Well, you know, it's like a wise I have a king said, size. <laughs> uh-huh. I've, I've got enough trouble keeping uh, activity in one bedroom. <laughs> I don't need two. You know, a lot of wise men... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I have a California king. I realize it is smaller, but my husband is tall. So we needed a taller bed. Also, anything that says Californian, and I'm usually buying into it because I'm a sucker for my fucking state. But also, the more room, the better, baby. <laughs> Why am I stealing your babies? <laughs> You're doing my babies now? <laughs> Uh, no, they're not my babies. I stole them from Julia Prescott. Thank you very much. You're and welcome. she wasn't the first, I'm sure. But I have a queen. I've always had a queen. <laughs> um, and it's perfectly fine. But what I did notice is that it's never even occurred to me to sleep in the middle. And I yes. think that's because I'm such a symmetrical orderly type of person mm, mm-hmm. that being in the middle just seemed like crazy so i every now and then i do sleep on the opposite side oh but that's see, that's still, weird i'm still on a side so last night i was like you know what i'm sleeping in the middle like daniel said and guess what i woke up on the right weird okay so i don't move when i sleep i sleep like a vampire that's buried in pillows and I always sleep on the left side. That's just Squirtle where I sleep. Pillows. What? What now? <laughs> but since my husband has been gone, he's like, well, have you slept, ever slept in the middle? Like now that I'm gone and like really take advantage of the space? I'm like, no, it sounds like crazy talk. And I thought, okay, but I'm, first of all, I've never slept on the right side though. That would be very disorienting when I got up. But I slept in the middle a couple of times since now in the past like month and it's kind of like a little vacation. I like it. It's kind of cool. Like when I get in bed and I put like 300 pillows under me and I feel like the fucking queen. But yeah, I'm right back to my left side again, though. See, well, the interesting thing is that it never even occurred to me. Like, yes, there was this there was this thing going around uh, a little while back where it was a hoax. But Justin Bieber bit a taco or a burrito or something like from the middle. And people were like, what the fuck? How do you? <laughs> And I was, I was like the same thing, like why, like it didn't even fucking cross my yes. mind that you could do that. And I was like, man, I'm like living in a box, man. I gotta that break free of the matrix. True, I. It didn't occur to me because I'm usually sleeping with someone. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But <laughs> no, but since he's been gone, I he's been gone for a long time. It never occurred to me to use up all that space. Also, the whole burrito taco thing never occurred to me. But my kids used to eat burritos that way and used to fucking make me so goddamn mad. I'm like, there is ri- there's rhyme and reason to everything in life. Can we please be logical here and not eat it in the fucking middle? And it falls all over the place. You wonder why the fuck it's falling over. Okay. One thing I will say is that uh, <laughs> Renee saying like one side of the bed is like getting absolutely no use. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Yeah, and she said it so it doesn't get tore up or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How wild think, are um, we? If she just lowered her standards a bit, like for... Uh, uh, more than... Uh, okay, quite a bit. All right, Lisa, geez. <laughs> a lot. Just threw them out the window, okay? 
<laughs> if she just <laughs> caution to the wind, literally anybody. I mean... <laughs> so I don't know if the fact that they did the personality quiz shows that they listen, or the fact that they're talking about all their million dollars, like million dollars, <laughs> million dollar ideas uh, are. Uh, evidence that they listen to our show but I feel like this jack off he could really take off <laughs> uh, like I said in our text thread with uh, Jen uh, I'm ready to test the prototype whenever you produce it oh my God. I thought you wanted to test out the tortilla blanket that she said <laughs> again you, te- you test that out every night give- let's give it a breast <laughs> I said let's give it a breast oh my like you said like you said i'm racist got it Uh, anything else or shall we shut this shit down uh you know i think we've had enough fun for today we've literally been talking all day i am gonna have a nice stoner dinner tonight and um that's gonna be a lot of fun so this uh definitely helped get me on the path there (laughs) uh same that made no fucking sense that literally made no sense i know people say literally that literally made no sense that was me filibustering okay still i'm doing it all right so if you want to be on this fucking amazing show uh see you next test (laughs) email bffancast at gmail.com follow the show at bffancast follow me okay i'm gonna get it right at bff lisa lowry on twitter you changed it again, huh? I changed it again. Well, here's the thing. There have not been any JMOs notice. True. And um, so I thought, you know what? I'm scrubbing the JMO. Also at BFF Lisa Lowry on Instagram. Don't follow me there. It's boring. Well, Rafi, where can we find you? Well, first of all, Lisa, I think because I'm off of Twitter now, you think that you're the best friend to oh. all the best friends. <laughs> but that's me. You can be number one, but I'm best in the world, which is higher than number one. <laughs> so now you're you're talking. We're going to talk about your stoner dinner uh, now because <laughs> that was a Seinfeld reference. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, follow me on Instagram at rmcgs. That is Romeo Mike Golf Charlie Sierra. Thank you very much. And no, I will not follow you back unless you got some dope flicks. So you, your fucking Instagram account better not be goddamn pictures of tacos all the time. Martin, okay? I'm not following you back. You don't want to follow taco pictures, really? I mean, not that kind of taco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Talk about your cheese skirt. Okay, so BFFs, you're the best. Bye. <laughs> You doing that thing you do Breaking my heart into a million pieces Like you always do Yeah.
It's white pride, queen. Put it on your forehead, genius. Only if I can put anus in my mouth.